Hey guys, Martin from Step Parent World. Hope you're all well. Going to do another podcast today. Covered one yesterday, um, which had quite a lot of interest, um, quite a lot of downloads on it about um, whether or not I've got to do or whether or not I should love my stepchildren. So have a little look at that one because it's quite a fascinating one that I've been meaning to do for quite a long time. Um, but I've had a lot of downloads on that from actually all <laughs> Europe, America, Australia, all over the world. So it's obviously um, something possibly that, you know, you guys are asking the question about. So have a little look at that, www.stepparentworld.com. Today, so another one. This one's a little bit different because it's aimed more towards biological parents um, within the step family. But also, I think it'd be good for step parents as well, because it will probably help you and your partner to kind of, um, well, help your partner not to be put in a certain place, but also probably to help you um, with different things that you've maybe struggled with in the past. And it's it's something that happens without you actually knowing it. And it's happened to me probably a couple of times. So what I'm going to do, I'm gonna, I've kind of got two names for it. Do you bio parents feel stuck in the middle? or biological parents becoming a referee. So basically what it means is if you have a step family that has um, a step parent that possibly doesn't get on with um, the stepchildren or the step parent doesn't get on with the ex-partner of your current partner, it puts the biological parent in the middle. So what we mean by this is they kind of become a referee. This has actually happened to me and it's not always anyone's actual fault. It, it kind of just happens. It kind of, the bio parent comes in between and, and kind of wants to try and make good with their partner, but also make good with their step, well, their children, or make good with their ex-partner, to, just, just to keep the peace. They become this referee in the middle. So I kind of want to speak to bio parents first and try and give them an idea. So there's any bio parents listening to this, I want to try and help you prevent yourself from going in the middle. Um, because sometimes you don't actually realise it actually happens, but there are ways of preventing it. So like I said earlier, the main thing is the conflict between a step-parent and stepchildren or the conflict between the ex-partner and your current partner, okay? So there's a little saying, so I'm going to start with the saying, connection before correction, which is a great first step to, you know, building a, a successful step-family. So I've made this mistake myself. I'm going to hold my hands up and say that I've done correction before connection. And this is why I can sit here now and do this podcast because I can actually speak from experience of this. So what you shouldn't do as a step parent is go into your step family all guns blazing, okay, which is what I've done before. So you shouldn't put yourself in that position or your stepkids in that position or your partner in that position because all it does is it kind of pushes you to one side, pushes the ex-partner or the step children to one side and it, it makes your new partner go into the middle to try and separate everyone and try and become the peacemaker and what I said earlier on the referee it's not a good um, place to be for anyone for you the step parent the bio parent or even the ex-partner to be fair or the kids so connection before correction very important so the first few years can be full of conflict Okay, so you've got to allow yourself time. This is one of the things that I keep going on about on, on so many different of my podcasts. You, you, you can't jump straight into another family and expect everything to be good and everything to be okay and everything to just gel and everything to just flow. I've spoken about this so many times on different, on different podcasts. 
So by not having high expectations of what you expect from people or the relationship or ex-partners, keep the expectations very, very low. And this is for bio-parents as well. This isn't just the step-parents because sometimes you can get a bio-parent that thinks, yeah, I've met, I've met this new partner. They're really lovely. I'm in love with them and I want to be spending the rest of my life with them, which is great for you, but you can't expect your children or possibly your ex-partner or even other family members to accept this new partner you've met. It's going to take time. If this does happen, so if you do, if you do have this conflict or you do find yourself slowly approaching the middle, this isn't a failure. Okay. So this can be this can be sorted out. So all this conflict that's going on will eventually push you into the middle. So try and stop the conflict before it actually starts. And the way to do it is you can have what we call a, a parental plan. Okay, these are fantastic. And if you need help with one of these, I can actually um, help you with it. If you want to contact me with this, basically the parental plan should be arranged. It sounds very official, doesn't it? But it, it's not official. It's just so everyone knows where, where they are. So when you meet your partner, this parental plan should be in place before you even move in, before you even step into, in, in, into the front door. And basically the parental plan is to give you an idea as a step-parent what your role actually is. But it also allows you bio-parents to put forward what you would like your partner to do or what you'd like your partner to not do. So before you even step through that door, step-parent knows what the boundaries are and a bio-parent knows exactly what they want you to do or you want them to do with your children, with your ex-partner. Some people like help straight away. Other other bio-parents are more like, no, leave it all to me. I've got this all arranged. We've got a system. We've got a routine. We know what's going on. See, this has to be sorted out before you even step through that front door, okay, before you step start your step-family. This isn't about failing. This isn't about um, anything to do with that. It's being prepared and knowing everyone knows what their role is. So going back to you bio-parents, Allow yourself, to, <laughs> allow yourself to be like walking through a minefield. Okay, so when you start, when you start your step family, there will be explosions going off all over the place for you guys. And I've been a bio parent and a step parent. I've been both, and it's hard. It's tough being a step parent, but it's also tough being a biological parent. And this is one of the reasons why I I really want to get biological parents involved in step parent world and. Obviously, the name step parent well sounds like it's just a step parents, but it's not because a step family, 50% of it is a biological parent. So we've got to help you guys as well. Anyway, as I was saying, so quite a mindful of bio, bio, biological parents. So you've got to find a balance. And the hardest thing for you guys is finding a balance between um you, your partner, and your, you know, your your step, your children, and possibly even your stepchildren. If your partner's coming in with their own children. There's another balance there as well. And you and you may even have an ex-partner as well. So there's quite a lot on your shoulders with this. So finding the balance is really crucial and important. Okay. Keeping the peace. This is where the referee comes from. Okay. This is what we're trying to stop you having to do. We don't want you to have to always keep the peace. You'll probably have to, to a certain extent, on day-to-day things, smaller things, but you shouldn't have to do major, major um, refereeing, if you like, because that's not that's not fair on you. And it can it can cause a lot of issues in step family, a lot of problems in step family. So we want to try and prevent that. Okay. So biological parents don't place any expectations on your partner or your children. Okay. Unless it's part of the parental plan that you've agreed with your partner and your partner's completely fine with it and you're all good. Any other expectations discuss, 
don't let them be an expectation until you've actually discussed it with your partner. And same with the children. Don't say to them, you have to love my new partner. You have to like my new partner. You, you have to go bowling with my new partner. You have to go and eat with my new partner. You have to do this. No, let it happen naturally, slowly, with lots of patience, lots of understanding, and give it time. Okay. Don't force anyone to do anything. That's really crucial because um, you, you, you guys may hear me speak a lot about resentment. Resentment builds from that, but not only resentment, but people don't want to be forced to do things they don't want to do. You should allow people to make it at their own time in their own way. Okay. Um, this is the big one. Stay the primary parent. Okay. So you make decisions, but also support your partner. This is towards your bio parents again. Okay. So, the primary parent is you. They're your children. So if you've got other children coming in, then yes, you've got to discuss everything to do with everything. Basically, if your if your partner's bringing in children as well, you know you're you're blending. So you've got to discuss it with you. If you're a bio parent and your new partner has no children at all, you are the primary parent, and you have to be in control of absolutely everything. Your decisions. Um, you decide what you're going to do, where you're going to go. Um, you know, you've also got things like discipline. You've got to do all of it unless your partner is there during the day and you're not, which has to be part of going back to my parental plan. That has to be in the plan. If you're not there, your partner, i.e. the step parent, has to have some form of control or some sort, some form of right to be able to discipline if they're there on their own. Otherwise, you're probably going to go back to a bit of a crazy madhouse. So that has to be discussed. Okay. So things like discipline, well, as far as I'm concerned, you're the bio-parent, you do it. If you need help from your partner or maybe just support from your partner, ask them. Ask them for help. Ask them for support. Go into things like school runs, cooking, washing. Again, they're all day-to-day things that we all have to do within the family. So, again, you should discuss that with your, your plan, your parent plan. Decide what you're going to do. Decide with your partner. It may change some, you know, some weekends you may go away. Discuss it with your partner. Make it flexible as long as it suits all of you, not just one of you, okay? Um, enforcing rules and consequences. Again, this is, it's, it's, again, go back to that word, minefield. <laughs> it really is minefield. I think, I think the rules and consequences has to be agreed between, again, you and your partner before, before you actually move in. You need to know what, what boundaries um, what rules you're happy with and your what, what rules and you know boundaries your partner's happy with you may be different you may parent in different ways um which i've had experience of as well that's quite common you know you may have one parent who um it doesn't matter whether it's a step parent or the bio parent if you're quite disciplined and i can never say this word dis- disciplinarian okay and you've got your partner isn't and they're very laid back very easy going you're going to have conflict there unless you discuss it and come to an agreement that's balanced and works for both of you. Okay. If you're going to fight each other on this, I promise you it'll end up in tears. I've been through this. It's not a good place to be. So again, you have to go back to agreeing this. Okay. Um, the consequences again, you've got to agree them, but I would strongly suggest the biological parent enforces the consequences with the step parent support. Okay, so you buy a parent's got quite a lot on, but it's important that you are the main primary parent. Okay, um, so I talked about this parental plan. 
um, which is very, very important, really crucial, but the timing of it is crucial as well. Don't jump in and live together for six, seven months and then think, oh, yeah, we should have done a parental plan because it's probably going to be a bit too late. You know, the plan has to be done before you get in together, okay? So that's for you bio parents. The, the idea of this is, is to try and stop you being put in this middle, okay? I'm tr- what I'm trying to do this podcast is purely for the biological parent to try and prevent them having to referee, okay? Now, the other thing you might potentially have issues with, again, I've had this as well, um, if you've got an ex-partner that's quite involved with your day-to-day life, okay? So, you know, you're, you've got to remain the co-parent, basically. My advice, only you deal with your ex-partner. This is obviously the biological parent. Only deal, you only deal with the ex-partner because if your ex-partner is going to be around for the, for the rest of your life, They're, you've had children with them. So they're always going to be involved, you know, and they're going to, as, as the children get older, they sometimes get more involved, sometimes get less involved, okay? So only you deal with your ex-partner on all the issues to do with maintenance or um, seeing them, you know, contact, custody. It's got to go through you. There's no harm in you discussing it with your partner and asking for support and maybe even asking for a bit of advice, but all the contact and all the final decisions have to come for you, okay? If your partner does get involved, you know, um, and you haven't actually asked them, it can cause friction, okay? And it can put your partner into quite an unfair position, which isn't fair on them because they might not want to be involved with your ex-partner. You know, if everything's okay and and you're ticking along quite nicely, you probably don't need your partner involved. Okay, so again, discuss it with them. Ask them how much they want to be involved. Um, You know, and if, if sometimes you get this, and it does happen, and I know some people think, oh, all exes are high conflict. All exes are horrible. They're actually not. You can actually get an ex-partner that's completely fine. And if you've got a really cool ex-partner and they want to be involved and get to meet your new partner, go for it. Well, how can that hurt? It can only benefit the kids. It can only benefit you. And it can only benefit your partner. But again, I would definitely discuss it with your new partner just in case they're not comfortable with it. Okay. But if you can all get along and, you know, um, have quite a happy life like that, fantastic it'll be so much easier on everyone, especially the children. Okay. So there's no harm in doing it. Don't think you can't have your new partner involved with your ex-partner because you can. And again, that prevents you, which this podcast is about, stops you being in the middle. So you're not in the middle of your new partner and your ex-partner. You actually all all together and and chatting about stuff and co-parenting and and life's good. Um, Another thing I would suggest as well, make time for you and your partner. Okay. So I would say from my own experiences, sometimes um, no, not sometimes. Probably, I would say probably ninety nine point nine percent of the times, us step parents, or when I was a step parent, we suffer without outsider syndrome. Okay, which I've done a podcast about, and I've, I've spoken about this quite a lot. It's very, very, very common for step parents. And if you don't know what it is, it's basically where you get left on the outside, or you feel like you've left on the outside because you know your step kids and your partner have had years of memories together or, you know, they've got the blood bond together, they've got maybe blood family together, and you feel pushed out. It's natural, it's normal, okay? But by you spending, back to your biological parent, by you spending time with your partner, it doesn't make them feel such an outsider, okay? And then, again, it goes back to you not being pushed into the middle because your, your, your partner will feel valued and wanted and um, it makes a good tight relationship. Okay, and it's also a great time to talk about stuff that, you know, go back to your parental plan. You might have to tweak a little bit or you might have to be a bit more flexible as the kids get older. So spend time with your partner. It's really crucial that they feel valued and they don't feel pushed out. Okay. 
On the other hand, it's also crucial that you as a bioparent spend time with your kids, just you, just you and your children, not your partner, because your children need to be valued and they need to feel wanted and loved. They don't want to be pushed out either. And if you get that really nice balance between my partner's good, I spend time with them, my kids are quite happy because I spend time with them, you're, there's no middle ground for you. You're working both. <laughs> I know. I know this is tough. <laughs> I'm asking a lot, but it works. If you can keep both parties happy, there's no referee in, there's no in the middle for you. Life is good. This isn't an easy task, but it prevents you from having to be the peacemaker. Um, take some steps to encourage um, you know, positive feelings and, and try to help to build a good relationship with your children and, and your partner. Okay, so again, this goes back to taking everything slow. It depends a lot on the age of your children as well. If your children are very young, something can be a little bit easier. You play games with them, get your partner involved. If they're a little bit older, again, you know, you can go out for a meal or PlayStation games, video games, whatever you think your children like, get your partner involved as well, just so it kind of starts that gelling together, kind of makes you feel that um, they're involved and actually getting to know the children as well. Again, back to what I said before, eventually be in the middle. How nice would it be that your partner's playing with the kids or your kids are happy to play with your partner? Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. But do it slow, slow and gentle, okay? Now, remember, just back to your ex for a minute, okay? If decisions that you need to make with your ex-partner um, will eventually have an effect on your new partner, you need to speak to your new partner first. Don't go to your ex-partner and then start making those plans then come back to your new partner and say, oh, I've spoken to uh, Mr. A or Mrs. A and we've decided blah, blah, blah is going to happen. Well, hang on a minute. You didn't talk to me about it. Yeah, well, we're, we're the biological parents, so we, we've decided that's going to happen. But that's not, <laughs> that's not okay because that's going to push your partner away and it's going to pop you back in the middle again. And there you are between your new partner and your ex-partner and you're the referee. Simple as that. It's easy as that to put yourself in the middle. This is why the podcast is for the bi- predominantly the biological parent. Try and do it to the point that you don't, you don't you don't put yourself there. Okay, and you can put yourself there as well, but try not to balance out. So make sure you speak to your new partner first, then speak to your ex partner. Okay, remember your relationship is with this new partner. You know your future is with them. Your ex partner's yes is always going to be there, but predominantly they you know your new partner has to have a say if it involves something. If it's something, I'll give you an example. If it's something that affects, um, I don't know, a pickup time that your new partner normally does, and your ex partner can't do it and you're at work or you can't do it you've got to speak to your new partner first it's only respectful okay hopefully guys this website uh this website this podcast is going to help you okay um not to be pushed not to be slotted in because i re- i remember and i'm not mentioning any names or anything but i remember my partner saying to me um i feel in the middle i didn't even i didn't even know she'd gone there I really honestly didn't. But when I looked at what she was saying or listened to what she was saying, I looked at the situation. She was in the middle between me and the kids. I didn't do it on purpose. The kids didn't do it on purpose. She didn't do it on purpose. She just ended up there because of the conflict we had between me and the kids. This is why I can sit here today and say, don't allow yourself. All right. So all the tips and advice I've given you, I hope it's going to prevent you from doing that. Okay. Right, thanks a lot for listening, guys. And that's a bit of a short one. It's just, it's so, so hot. So I'm making these a bit short because my office is so warm and I can't put my lovely cool, my air cooler on so fantastic, but it makes such a, such a noise that you wouldn't be able to hear me. Thanks for listening. Visit my website, www.stepparentworld.com. I've got lots of new podcasts coming up. I'm going to be putting, I put all my coaching prices on there. Um, 
I'm still building it. So there's going to be new things going on there. But remember as well, if you want access to all my new updates, my new podcasts, my new blogs, um, any offers I'm doing on my coaching prices, go onto the website and sign up. Because if you don't sign up, you're you're, you're waiting for me to, to send it through to you. But when you sign up, it will automatically come straight to you, which is fantastic. It doesn't cost you anything. It just literally needs your email address. That's all it is. Secondly, what I would really love you guys to do, and I really, really appreciate this. Can you go on the website? And when you listen to podcasts, can you comment on the website? Or can you maybe leave me a review? It's just so I can build this up and try and get this going a bit more and try and get, you know build a name so I can get a bit more out there and reach more people. So please, please, please comment on any of the podcasts you listen to. So really good to hear what you guys are thinking and what you're feeling. And also comment if there's a podcast you would like me to do. So I'm happy to tailor podcasts for you guys. If there's a particular thing you're struggling with, pop it in the comments, okay? And leave me a review. I'd be really grateful. Thanks, guys. I'll speak to you soon. Have a good day.